BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to The Bad Broadcast. I'm your host, Maddie Murphy. Hi, guys. Happy Monday. I just wanted to get on and do a quick little intro because this episode was pre-recorded a few weeks ago. So I wanted to do, yeah, a little intro and a couple reminders. First of all, today's episode is so much fun. I got to sit down with Paige, who is the director of marketing at Babe Original, which used to be Babe Lash, a company that I've worked with for a really long time. I mean, you guys will hear all about that in the episode. And I was so happy to do this collaboration with them. And they're announcing a rebrand, a bunch of new products. And it's just, it's really exciting. So on today's episode, I talked to Paige about all things business and beauty products, really. And I think you guys are really going to love it. I also just wanted to get on before and remind you guys of the New York live show. A few tickets still available. I just want to make sure I'm reminding you guys so that you get them in time. Uh, You can get them the same day or day of, but they are more expensive. So hop on and get them in advance. Also, MILF merch is available on Dear Media's website. All of this will be available in the show notes as well as a Babe Lash discount code. So, or sorry, Babe Original. I'm trying to rebrand my brain from Babe Lash to Babe Original. Anyway, I love you guys so much. I know you're going to love this episode. And here is Paige. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to a new episode of The Bad Broadcast. Happy Monday. My name's Maddie. I'm your host. And I am joined today by a very special guest, Paige. And Paige is, you know what? I'm going to let you tell everybody what you do because I don't know how to describe it because I'm not very smart. No, tell me what you do. You work for Babe Lash. Yes, I work for Babe Lash. Um, Now Babe Original. We just announced that. I don't know if you saw that. Oh my gosh. Um, But as the director of marketing and e-commerce, so I'm over all of our marketing campaigns and our website. So if you have any advice on (laughs) how the website looks, social media, whatever, let me know. Let us know. But yeah. Oh my gosh. That's so exciting. So you guys just announced the rebrand. We just announced the rebrand actually on Friday and it's Monday. And then the full rebrand, like our URL change and like the new packaging and stuff won't come out until June. Um, But we like announced it to like let everybody know because we've been I've been working on it for over a year now and, really? and and it was like hard to keep in and obviously just like changing social media handles and like yeah. IP warming with our emails and it's just and Google and everything we are like we'll like do a phased launch so 
We're announcing the new look and feel. Then we'll announce the rest of those with the rebrand. Oh my gosh. So, well, first of all, I've, so I've been working with Bayblash for like over a year now and I'm so excited that you're here because my very first PR package was from Bayblash. (gasps) It was? Yes. Yes. Like the first one I ever got. Wait, I think it might've been me that messaged you you way back when. Did you see the video of Matt? when he, when I got it. No. Okay. I'll show it to you. It's, it's saved on my Instagram because I got the, I got this PR package from uh-huh. Baylash and everything's gorgeous. It's like sparkly and beautiful. <laughs> it's and like I, so extravagant. Yeah. And I like had just started the podcast. So I was like, I've never gotten anything <laughs> for free. Like I was so excited. So it was sitting on my kitchen counter and I'm like, look at that. Look at that thing that, that Baylash sent me. And he was like, Baylash, are you kidding me? Baylash, a real life PR package from Baylash. I thought you went, but he was so excited for me. So oh I'm my like, gosh, that's so I cute. Like I want to see that video. Yeah, I'll show it to you. So okay. now I feel like I have a special connection to Baylash. Wait, I love that. that. Yeah, he was so excited. So now every time I work with Baylash, I'm like, just the, they, so they believed in me from the very start. <laughs> we did. We do. Yeah. I love that. So what, what was like your uh, career path to end up at Baylash? Um, I have been at Bayblash from beginning to end, actually. Really? So, like since its inception? Yes. So I went to school and while I was in school, I thought I wanted to go actually into broadcast journalism. Mm. So I was like doing some internships there. Then I thought I wanted to go into politics. <laughs> so I went and worked on the Hill for a summer. That was a not <gasps> so it. So did I. <gasps> you did? Who did you work for? What'd you do? I don't want to say who okay. I worked for. <laughs> Fair, that's fair. That's totally fair. No, no, I'm totally kidding. But wait, when were you there? How old are you? Um, I'm 25. Okay. I was there in 20, the first summer Trump was in. So Okay, so 2016. 2016. Well, I guess yeah. 2017. Yeah. Because he was. I'm bad with. Yeah. yeah. You should know whatever yeah. that was. No, I was there. I was there, I think 20. I was there when Trump actually announced his, he was running. So oh. that was like, I think it was 2014 or 15 oh, nice. that he announced it. Anyway, um, but DC is like one of my favorite cities. Oh my gosh. I yeah. love DC. It was like the best summer of my life and everyone is just so smart and fun. And, but I hate politics. Yeah. Like I was like, this is amazing, but I could not spend my whole life like working for something and nothing happening. Like that's how I feel yeah. working. Well, there, and I was like, like, I, I feel like I learned, so I learned what I didn't want to do yes, when, exactly. I was in, when I was in, when I was yeah. in L- or not LA, when I was in DC, I was yeah. like, this was amazing. And I learned so much. And now I know for sure. I, I do don't. not want to do, <laughs> do that. Yeah. That's yeah. exactly how I was. Yeah. I was like so passionate about it. I was like, yeah, I'm going to go work on the Hill and politics. And then I went and I was like, okay, I never want to do that again. And yeah. now I like kind of check out of politics, which is bad, but yeah, it, it does kind of, it, it makes me a little bit like jaded against things because totally. like mine is, this is a tangent, but I was an intern. And so you answer calls, yeah. you know, all day. And all so, the constituents are like, yeah. Hey. And then I see people that are like, call your senators. And I'm like, that's just going to an intern. I, and they, I mean, and I hope that things have changed and I hope that obviously Congress people and senators listen. But like yeah. when I was there, I was like, we were not taking notes and like we were, I don't know. So that made me very, yeah, I just had a bad attitude about it forever. Yeah, you know? that's fair. I know. I like took, I mean, I took notes for them cause I did have to take notes, but I don't, I have no idea if they read them. Yeah. <laughs> I hope they did. <laughs> yeah. So you were going to do that. Oh again. yeah. Yeah. So I was going to do that. Uh, sorry, I went on a tangent. Too. No, that's a, um, that, that's kind of the story of my life. Is that I, I'm like, well, that was a tangent, but I know I'm we like, killed 15 minutes. So. I know I'm like in a meeting. I'm like, okay, guys, we need to do this. And then like 20 minutes later, I'm like talking about my wedding dress or something. And then yeah. they're like, wait, what are we talking about? I'm like, I have no idea. Which, um, by the way, your wedding oh, ring, that is the most. Go- Can I see that a little yeah. closer? Okay, I know nobody. Else. What is this? What would that cut be? I think it's a marquee. Marquee cut. That yeah. is gorgeous. Thank you. That is gorgeous. I feel like no one had one, so I just wanted. And to And it's be just the band and the stone. I love that. I know. I'm like I'm always ringless, but 
I just, I want to keep my options open. I, you know? I broke my <laughs> ring. <laughs> we had only been engaged. I broke it last month at the gym and completely snapped off <gasps> my like diamond. The diamond was okay, but the ring snapped in half. And it was so embarrassing because people were like, you've been engaged for like five months. <laughs> you just got your ring and you broke it at the gym. So I don't wear it at the gym. Yes. Like, except for when I forget. It's just so cute. You don't yeah. want to take it off. And there's our other tangent. Yeah. I, okay. Okay. I saw it and I was like, <laughs> oh my gosh. So yeah, I then was in... Uh, and then I was like, I don't like broadcast journalism, but, um, you, I was in the program and I was like, well, I really like marketing. I did some market research at Nuvi, like, I oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I was like, eh, that's pretty boring too. Like competitive analysis. Mm. And then I was like, I want to go into consulting just because I feel like smart people do that. And I want to do smart. <laughs> what? Okay. So explain like I'm five, what would consulting be? So like management consulting is like where, um, I don't know people, uh, McKinsey, Bain, BCG, those are like some big um Deloitte PwC oh okay yeah 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 yeah. okay okay so those are some like management consulting firms and you basically like Ulta would hire Deloitte for example and say like hey like you know we need more sales on this skew Mm -hmm. how do we solve this and then Deloitte like comes in as like ad hoc to help them it's like a six-month project then you go to like another brand that Mm -hmm. needs you whatever Mm -hmm. I made up that case but something (laughs) like that so I was like okay that sounds fun I'm gonna do that um but in the interim I started working for Bayblash mm-hmm. and I like right as they were getting started. Yeah. So Bayblash was part of like a holding company that had like a few other like hair extension brands. So mm-hmm. I actually like applied to the whole company brand. like brand. Uh-huh. But Bayblash seemed like so cool. I'm like something that makes your eyelashes look way longer. Like yeah. how does that even work? That's fake. And <laughs> um so and I, everyone says like when I tell them I'm like it's a lash year. My grandma's like those don't work. I'm like grandma they You're do. You're like work. no they do. But don't worry, she buys yeah. it now. She's like honey, it really works. I'm I know like, my I mom know. my mom like started buying them. Like she started buying them uh-huh. and she wasn't using my code and uh-huh. I was like Lady, I, uh, what are you doing? You're like, what's like, the point of the code? Come on. I know, but she's, everybody I know is obsessed. I love it. And so I was just like, that seems interesting. And they're kind of in like a different section. And so I'd always just be like, can I help you guys? And that's when they're like, they were starting doing influencer stuff, but hadn't done a ton yet. Mm-hmm. And so I just like pack boxes and like, we did like very manual, like we like printed all of these different things and signed them and like put, packed it with tissue paper. And, and so I was just kind of like doing the random stuff that they would find for me. And I was like, this is so cool. And then, um, they came out with like a sister brand to Bayblash, which was called Sir Loom. And so they needed someone to like do their social media for it. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, cool. I started like working on Sir Loom and just like going bananas on it. I was still in college and a bunch of my friends, I'm from Dallas. And so a bunch of my friends were like in school and like, OU, UT, like big, sorority mm-hmm. schools you know so I was like I'm gonna do this like huge sorority campaign people get all this like Sirloom product and anyways and so it was super fun and then I thought I wanted to move to New York so I got an internship with wet brush like the hair yeah, yeah, brush because yeah. then I was like I'm about to graduate and I want to go there but then they're like Sirloom's like we need you like would you want to still do Sirloom while you did wet brush and I was like sure but then life stuff happened and I was like okay actually I'll just do Sirloom so then I did that and then I was in California for the summer and they called me and they were like, hey, do you want to, we know you have like a semester left of school, but do you want to do Bayblash's social media? The girl left and we want you to do it because you've been doing Sir Loom. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's so stressful. I'm still in school. <laughs> but then I was like, yeah, I just have to take it. And yeah. so I took it 
started doing Bayblash, Sir Loom died, if anyone cares about Sir Loom. <laughs> um, but, so then I started doing Bayblash, Instagram, like social media, Facebook, whatever. Then I started doing the influencer marketing. And then about a year and a half ago, um, Bayblash moved like holding companies and I moved into the director of marketing and e-commerce position, which is where I've been for the past year and a half. Um, and then, so then now I'm just oversee the affiliate and influencer social stuff and everything else that has to do with marketing yeah. and the website. <laughs> so it like evolved from like social media and affiliates. That's why like affiliates are like near and dear to my heart. Yeah. Like the girl that does our influencer stuff now, she probably is annoyed because every day I'm like, who responded? Who do we want to send stuff to? Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just so fun. I'm like, I want yeah. your job. And yeah, um, and you have fun doing it. I know. Yeah. And I like genuinely love it. And I'm like, I want your job. If do you want to call me? She's like, not really. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so anyways, that's the evolution of of my, your career my career yeah. so yeah I, I'm people are always like you're so young I'm like I know yeah but I've just always been at Bay Blush so. yeah but this is like what people I feel like especially right now people are like how do I get into like social media in a in a like financially productive way totally. you know like that doesn't include becoming an influencer totally because now social media has all these different jobs like so people many. are hiring people for social media you like coordinators and things like that totally so the hearing the progression of like how you yeah. kind of do it I think yeah. is helpful for people and I think oh sorry oh, no 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 you go ahead I was just gonna say it, when I was doing social media people were like oh you're doing social media yeah and I'm just like one you're rude two <laughs> it's a lot of work and three like I have been able to like evolve in my career. And I started out by literally running an Instagram account that had zero followers, you yeah. know? And it's like, once people are like, oh, that actually makes money and people actually care about it. Like you actually can do something with that. Yeah. You're like, yeah. no, I, I hate nothing more than when people like make fun of like social media careers. Cause I'm like, yeah. aren't we like 10 years past this? Like we know now that this is a real job yeah. and it's actual, like there's this influencer that her name's Grace Atwood. I don't uh -huh. know if you follow her, but I she, know she said something that I think is really true. She's like, my, my work is not like hard. It's not manual labor. Mm -hmm. I'm not out there in the hot sun, like, mm -hmm. you know, working a crane, Yeah. but I work hard. Yeah. Like she's like, the work isn't, and you're but, on all the time. Yeah. Like the work isn't hard, but I work hard is yeah. basically what she oh, was yeah, saying, you know? That. And I'm like, yeah, I get it that people are like, yeah, it's just like this frivolous thing. And you just like post an ad and you like make, it's like, no, because here's the other thing about social media is that it, it's not only your job. You're never off work yeah. ever. You're, and you're so, always thinking about it. Yeah. So and it's, it's always like, changing. Yes. So it's like, okay, you can get a nine to five, which is like a quote unquote, re, quote unquote, real job, mm -hmm. or you can work in social media where it literally, you never have one minute off. Like even when I delete my, my Instagram for a weekend or something, I'm like, this is still, it's still all I'm thinking about. Like yeah. it's, I'm like, I would kill to like, just do this nine to five, you know, it's yeah. just, it's so much more work. And it's like, it's, I just feel like we should move past when people are like, oh, that's like such, it's so silly. It's like being social media. Like I, I signed up for something yesterday and she's like, what do you do? I was like, oh, I have a podcast. And she was like, oh, like that's <laughs> okay. Like that's, and like kind of not, not being condescending. I don't want to say that she was rude, but it still kind of crosses people's totally. mind. And it's like, oh, that's a fun hobby. Yeah. Or that's like something. And I'm like, no, like, and like women, what I love is that like women are like, like heading the charge. Oh, they on are like social media it. careers. Yeah. And you know, there's, I've met so many cool female podcasters, but like, especially in social media and influencers, I'm like, women are like, you know what? We're going to make money doing this yeah. and we're going to figure it out. And they did. And they're millionaires. Yeah. I'm like, this is just a kind of random complaint about social media, but I mean, people all, and I used to do this too, before I kind of got into this world. Like when I first got my Instagram, when I was like, mm -hmm. you know, 17, 18 or whatever. Yeah. And I remember being like, 
I don't want to follow somebody if they're going to post ads. Like I don't want to do that if they're going to put, and I'm like, yeah. and then it was actually another podcaster, Kate Kennedy, that really opened my eyes to it. And she was like, you consume all this content for free. Yeah. You know, like you, like you can listen to podcasts and follow people yeah. on Instagram and it's completely free and you get to, and you get to just have this at your disposal. And there has to be a way for there to this person to make money. Otherwise totally. they would be dedicating their entire life to something that can't support them. any, yeah. them. like yeah. even, even a little bit. So I, I now, when I hear people do ads and podcasts or I see them do them on Instagram, I'm like, get it. Yeah, yes, totally. This is, this is free for me. Yeah. If you posting four stories, you know, makes it so that you can keep making content, then I'm here for it. Yeah. I'll click on any link. Yeah. I'll swipe up. I'll use codes. I'll do anything. I'll try all your stuff. Yeah. yeah totally. Yeah, everything. Like I'll, I'll post, I'll do whatever because I think that it's, that's how the, like, that's how these jobs keep yeah. being created is yeah. that they work. And so they can hire people and yeah. anyway. So that's my social media rant. I hate when people say it's like I a dumb too. job. Cause yeah. I think it's an it's upper cool management, job. like working, they're like, Oh, social media. Or like even parents are kind of like, Oh, my kids are getting social media, you yeah. know? But I feel like it is starting to change because I think people are starting to like pave the way and totally, like, hey, especially, a lot of work. especially with TikTok. Yeah. Like TikTok is, well, first of all, it's so, it's like, a new language to me. I'm like oh, trying yeah. to figure like somebody who's only had Instagram and Twitter. I'm like trying to figure out TikTok now. I think, yeah. I think I'm getting a little bit better, but I mean like TikTok stars were just at the Oscars. Yeah. Like, and yeah. literally all they do is dance and make videos and yeah. that's their, and they're at the Oscars and, and the yeah. Grammys. Like, yeah, this is obvious. Like, okay, we can put this to rest now. This is a real yeah. line of work. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I'm like, I'm not at the Oscars. So. <laughs> <laughs> they're doing something. Yeah. Right. They're doing yeah. something great. I tell everyone, I'm like, I tell ever since I started doing affiliate like influencer stuff with Baybash, I was like this, if I wasn't in my career and I wasn't like so weirdly dedicated to Baybash, like I would totally do this because yeah. I'm like, it's an amazing career and you can like, it's really like led by yourself, you know, it's so much work, but yeah. like, I like working hard. And so I, anyways, I tell my mom, my sister, that's my little sister. I told you yeah, like, yeah, started yeah. her podcast. I've been convincing her to be an influencer and start a podcast for like five years. Yeah. So she finally did it. But I was like, see, it's a good, my other friend just started like a Instagram page. And so I'm like, no, guys. It's, I, I tell everybody to, I mean, I tell everybody to start a podcast. I'm yeah. like, do it, buy a microphone, upload it. It's, yeah. it's low, it's low risk. Yeah. Low. Um, you don't need money to do it. Totally. I mean, you can buy a $50 mic on Amazon and upload Works. it for free, you know, totally. like those things. And the payoff can be really amazing. Yeah. Like with, with low risk, high reward. Yes. Yes, exactly. Um, but I love that you love Baylash and you love working for them. It's yeah. like, it's creepy how much I like it. <laughs> <laughs> that's perfect. That's, that's exactly how you want to feel. That's how I feel about my job. I'm like, I like this a little bit too much, Yeah. but something that I get asked a lot, um, and I don't feel qualified to answer it because uh -huh. I don't have coworkers <laughs> because you know, people ask me about coworkers or bosses and I'm like, you're like, Here's the catch. My own. <laughs> I don't have a boss and I don't have any coworkers, <laughs> but a lot about like work culture and how yeah. to kind of make it like a healthy, fun space. Like, especially yeah. in, I mean, I'm technically an esthetician, so I worked in a spa before like cool. years ago. Yeah. And the kind of spa and beauty realm can be really hard mm -hmm. to work in. And mm -hmm. I don't think, I mean, I hate when people are like, it's cause it's a lot of women and it's like, no, it's not, it's not the women's <laughs> fault. Yeah. I don't know if it's like the nature of the industry, yeah. if it's whatever, but how do you, what do you feel like are the best things to do to make like a healthy, fun work environment? Yeah. That's a good question. I wish I had like a really good, <laughs> like solid answer. I feel like the biggest thing though is finding like-minded people that you want to work with. I feel like that's something I've been so grateful for are the people that I work with. I do think the beauty industry 
is kind of nasty. Mm-hmm. I, um, I, as I talk to like other like bigger beauty brands and other people that have worked for brands that are like in Ulta and Sephora, like it, it is pretty like mean girl vibes, yeah, you yeah. know? And like, they're just cutthroat. Like they say stuff to your face, like, like that looks horrible on you. Or like, that's where you're not your color. You're like, whoa. Like, yeah. So I could never do that. And so that's why I feel really blessed to be at Baylash because I love beauty. I think it's so fun. It's so interesting. But like the people I work with are really amazing. Yeah. And I think they're like-minded people that have like similar values and goals and they're kind. Like the people I like report to directly, like, and multiple agencies that I like meet with and talk, they're like, they're so nice. Like everyone we work with in the media industry is not that nice. Yeah. And they're, and they're so supportive. And so I think a lot of people also in the workplace have, I don't, not like a victim mentality, but they're just like, Oh, you know, my boss has to do this or like, Oh, like if I don't have this amount or like, Oh, if I don't, I don't know. And so I just think it's like making the most of like the people that are around you. Like yeah. I'm very, very different from the people that I work with, but we have like like-minded goals and like, yeah. we like all enjoy what we're doing. And you, you know? want Babelash to be successful. Yeah. And yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I feel like that's like the biggest thing for me is like, there's going to be hard days. Like I'm not going to say like working at Babelash is always like butterflies and rainbows yeah. because <laughs> it's definitely not. Um, like I wish it was always unicorns, but like there's hard days and like I work really hard and like, you know, sometimes there are hard people and stuff, but it's like, finding like your like work pace, like what your values are. And then like finding that and like a manager, I think is huge. And I think that's for me, like the people that I report to directly, like really like believe in me and they help, but Mm -hmm. they like, they give me the autonomy to do what I want. And like, we both are like, have similar goals and like pace. And, and I just think that's the big thing too, is finding like a workplace because every workplace is different. Mm -hmm. And so just finding a workplace that like has those goals that, and like, values that you're striving and like looking for, you know? Totally. Totally. Well, I feel like that's, that's the key to a healthy workplace. And that's maybe why, like, I'm, I'm like thinking back to my time, like in aesthetic school or like working in a spa and kind of like what made it, made it not enjoyable for me and Mm -hmm. why. And it was, I think it was because you don't really feel like trusted by the people around you. Like I always felt like somebody was like looking over my shoulder and like, like correcting something that I did. And I was probably doing it too. Cause I was like in that environment and you're all just kind of like nitpicking each other. Mm -hmm. So I like what you said about autonomy and like trusting people's judgment. And then, and I, I feel like when you give that to people, when you trust them and you just kind of let them do it, they, they can handle it. Like people can handle it and people will do it. And if, if they don't, then like that's, that's theirs to deal with. It's yeah. not yours to deal with. And yeah, I think a lot of things in the work workplace could be solved if people would just like mind their own business. Totally. <laughs> yeah. Not, I think- not in a bad way, but just like, just worry about what they're doing yeah. and not just worry and, like, about yourself. Yeah. yeah. And if somebody else fails, then, th- then you're there to support. You're not yeah. there to like cheer them on as they fail yeah. or like celebrate their failures. Yeah. And it's like, just, just let them, let them work at their pace. And yeah, and, yeah I don't know. Yeah. No, I, I totally agree. I just feel like worry about yourself. And I think that's something too. um, just like put your head down and kind of work and do what you're supposed to do. And like things will work out. And I, I was listening to one of your podcasts a couple of weeks ago (laughs) about, um, it was like the, the amazing girls within history that like have like Mm -hmm. paved the way. And I don't remember the girl's name. Sorry. I should have written it down, but she, you were just talking about how she had to be like a little bit ignorant and a little bit naive. And I I have felt that a lot. And I was like, Oh my gosh, nice. Because I sometimes feel like I'm a little ignorant or like naive to like what's going on. But like, you just put your head down and work and like, well, and then you're not intimidated by it because if you're like, I don't even understand that. I'm just going to (laughs) keep going. I felt that way with podcasting. I was like, 
I don't even know what I'm going getting myself going into. Against. Yeah. So I'm just going to ignore it and pretend yeah. that I'm the only person doing this yeah. and just kind of weasel my way in. Yeah, and totally. If I, if I come across a, like a, a roadblock, we'll figure it out then. Yeah. You know? And I just think your mind's so powerful. So if you spend all of your time having like imposter syndrome or being like, my boss is mad at me or mm-hmm. like, you know, then like, then you're like in stuck in that world where if you're just like, Hey, I'm getting paid to like learn a bunch of stuff. Like that's how I like to think of it. Yeah. Like someone's paying me to just learn all of these things. And every single day, like I learn something, I learn a lot of things, yeah. you know, <laughs> totally. and I'm like, that's cool. Like I get paid to like learn, you know? Yeah. And so I just think like, like having that mentality and then also like not every workplace is for everyone, you know, yeah. like some people, you know, want a four day work week or some people want a seven day work week or some people like, you know, whatever it is, they have different like goals within the workplace. So finding like one that fits with your values. And then, yeah. then once you're there, like putting your head down and just, well, and, and I, I love that about getting excited about like being able to learn like, yeah. at the ver- like looking back on like my DC internship, I mean, I wish I could do it again and be excited to learn. I was learning a lot, but I wasn't excited about it. <laughs> but like that does make it more enjoyable when you just are like, hey, this is going to be like a fun new thing. Yeah. And if you frame things like that, like I'm like in the middle of taxes and I'm like <laughs> hating it. And I'm oh like, my gosh, I did those this morning. Yeah. Or put and, them together. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to pretend that this is like a fun new game that yeah. I'm learning. I'm learning yeah. how to do taxes. Yeah, totally. I think I mine- hate it and I think I'm going to prison, but I'm like, <laughs> this will be too. fun as we do it. <laughs> well, I, d- I just think mindset is huge. Like if you look for the bad in people or your job or whatever or company, like you're going to find it, yeah. you know? And I also, along with that, I think that you can, I think that you create it as you like totally. say it. Like I, I mean, I believe in manifestation, like totally. 100%. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. My sister taught me about that. It's my new favorite thing. Yeah. Like I, I have friends that have like luckily been able to kind of teach me more about it. I've taken like online court because really? I'm like, it is pretty wild that yeah. like when you, you really do speak it into existence yeah. and like the more you sit and say like, I hate my job, I hate my job. Like the universe delivers that to totally. you not to be so super woo woo, but like, that's how I feel. No, I feel like I totally when you ask for it, that's what it is. So, yeah. oh, I wanted to ask you about the, the rebrand. So yeah. how has the rebrand, when did that start? And like, what does that really entail? Cause you're moving away from babe lash into yeah. <laughs> just babe, right? Yeah. Okay. Babe original. Babe original. The, okay. Like holding name. Yeah. So the rebrand happened, like I mentioned, babe lash kind of moved holding companies. And so when I moved into this new role, I felt really strongly about, it was, it was kind of after, obviously it was right after COVID had happened or had started when that stuff was all happening and inclusivity and brands getting called out. And like, and then also as I was just like really reflecting, like kind of to the point of like workplace and like where you want to be, like, I wanted to be around like-minded people. And I wanted like my values to also be like within a brand that I believed in. And I felt like the branding was pretty narrow, I mm-hmm. guess. And we also have come out with like a bunch of products that were not just Lash Serum, mm-hmm. but it was called Babe Lash. So people would be like, I don't want to try your lip plumper, but it's, I mean, I'm biased, but like the best lip plumper ever, Yeah, you know? So, so I, and, I, the, and the brow stuff, the brow yeah. serum Anything. or the brow filler. Well, which, both I use the brow. I mean, I, use, I use both every day, but they're like my favorite products ever. Oh, yeah. I love that. I, the brow filler is so underrated. It's People, so good. It's so good. It's yeah. So good. I, every time I get someone on it, they're like, wait, it's actually better than you said. I'm like, really? Yeah. Cause I really hyped it up. But, <laughs> um, so I just kind of like reflected and, and I had been thinking about it for a while and we had talked about it and we are just like, kind of like at a point where like we couldn't really grow because we were just like babe lash you know mm-hmm. and there's only so many lash serums you can come out with and then people didn't want to try like our brow stuff or our yeah. lip stuff and like they are great and like our mission had always been like ingredients and like performance-based products and so I was like okay I'm just gonna brave the wilderness here 
<laughs> go, go through a rebrand and um anyway so I started that's, that's some hard work oh yeah to rebrand something that's already already branded very very branded yeah. yeah and so I definitely want to do it again <laughs> I'm like I'm retiring after this yeah. um you're some, like I have new wrinkles thank you <laughs> yeah, very much I I'm like I need Botox yeah so I started it January of 21 so yeah like a year and a half ago mm-hmm. and basically we obviously started out with like market strategy and like who like our current customer base, like who they are, how do we talk to them? And then who, who else do we want to talk to? Mm-hmm. Like who else uses a lash serum? And the biggest thing within, you know, the strategy was like anybody can use a lash serum. Doesn't yeah. matter like age, gender, race, like it works on everybody, yeah. you know? And so I think that was a huge thing in the rebrand, like looking at like color wheels and like product types and shapes that like appeal to everyone mm-hmm. and that everyone like would like to use and stuff. So it has evolved. And the huge thing is we didn't want to lose like the equity within Bayblash because people know Bayblash. Yeah. And so if we just were like, Hey, now we're a random name. People would be like, uh, why would I ever try that? Yeah. <laughs> um, so we came up with babe original and then within babe original, there will be like five brand families. One of them is Babe Lash, obviously. Mm-hmm. So that will like house our lash serum, mascaras, lash separator, and then Babe Okay, that la- I just want to pause right here. That lash sap- separator. Separator. Sep- <laughs> that lash separator. <laughs> no, that lash separator. Secret weapon. It's a secret weapon. It is a secret weapon. I, know. I actually, I, okay. So makeup by Mario who uh-huh. do, who is, works with Kim Kardashian. Yeah. I was reading him. something by him and he was like, and they asked him like, what are the two things or like three things that you would always take to to do makeup, like something yeah. that you would never leave behind. And he was like, lash separator, like uh, number one. Thing. I know, right? I'm like, what the heck? But it is, it is, it's so it's good. the funniest little tool and it totally works. It's so, so funny and random. And yeah. people, we like, like our original order. We are like, oh, we could sell like maybe like a couple thousand. We sold out in like two months and we've never sold out of anything because I hate when brands are sold out. So we <laughs> always try and have like enough stock without yeah. like running ourselves into the ground. But we are like, Oh my gosh, like we are actually out of stock. This is not a marketing ploy. Yeah. Like help. We need more. Like, we're separators. not even joking. We're not even joking. Yeah. I know. Cause Fuller is like, we're out of stock. And I'm like, no, you're not. Yeah. But anyway, so, so, so actually we're, under babe original. So you've got babe lash, babe yes. lash, um, babe brow, which will have the brow serum, right. brow fillers, other brow products. And then babe, that's not announced another name that will house our lip, um, plumper uh-huh. and then other like products will fit into that family. And then we are coming out with two more brand families also not announced, not but announced it's really, I'm sure everyone can kind of guess what we're going into because we get asked about, will you tell me after? Yeah. I'll tell you okay. after. Um, we get asked about it all the time. <laughs> like, can, you, you guys don't. <laughs> can you make this kind of serum? And we're like, and so we've been working on it for years. It's yeah. a lot harder than it sounds. So anyways, there's, I mean, the biggest thing is we want to listen to the consumer. I know that's like so cliche. No, Everyone no, that. that's, but that's, um, it's true. But we're like, okay, well, people are asking for these kinds of serums and products from us. And like, we know we can make them. We just like, it's taken us a long time to do so because yeah. we're not just, I think that's the other thing learning, working in the beauty industry that no one was asking for. Um, but all of these people that come out with stuff are like stock formulas. It's like they're just stock manufacturers and stuff. So I think something big for us has been like, our own, like we own our formulas yeah. and all of like our ingredients and everything. So anyways, it's taken us a while to come out with some stuff, but hopefully no. the customer is consumer happy. likes it. And yeah. Happy. <laughs> I am sure. If no, not, I'll be really no, sad. Babe lashes. I mean, like I have some, I have some brands that I'm like, I will buy anything from them and I know that it's really good. Babe yeah. is one. Like I love, uh, like way, like way oh, is yeah. one Olaplex. Like there's these yeah. really high and, and it does come from those, those brands that have unique 
formulas yeah. because you can kind of tell when you buy certain, you know, skincare things like that, you're like, Oh, this came from like the general drop down yeah. menu of yeah. like a manufacturer. <laughs> we'll you take know? this one today. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I remember I was when, before I had even started the Instagram for the bad broadcast, before I had done anything, I was like, what am I going to do? I knew I wanted to start something and I was like, maybe it's clothes. Maybe it's, I just yeah. graduated aesthetic school. So I was like, maybe it's skincare. So like for probably 15 minutes. I, I like Googled like how to start a skincare brand. And I was I like, that. that is the hardest thing <laughs> I've ever seen. It's I'm a lot not like, it is like grueling work to like formulate and brand and all this stuff. I was like, I got to find something for the lazy girl. <laughs> skincare and beauty is not it, for, the, it's, it's not lot. for the lazy, yeah. the lazy person. No, it's not like, that's what I found doing this rebrand is like different, like ingredients and formulas can't fit in certain types of um, materials, which yeah. like that sounds pretty obvious, but it's a lot more intense. I no. feel like like a chemical engineer or something. I'm like trying to figure out like what to put our new products in and like yeah. the new packaging. And I'm like, how am I even, I don't even know how to figure this out. Oh so. my gosh. I can't wait to see all the new stuff. I'll show, you, I'll show you a sneak peek. It's yeah. cute. Okay. So going back to like kind of a healthy, fun, good workplace. Yeah. Um, and this is like a question that people get asked in like job interviews, yeah. but like, how do you handle conflict in the workplace? Yeah. But really, I think it's an important thing for, and again, something that I can't, talk about because yeah. I don't have coworkers. Yeah. So like when there's something negative kind of in the, in the babe lash, mm -hmm. um, like with between colleagues or coworkers or whatever, yeah. like what's like your go-to either something that you do, something that your bosses do, like what's your go-to thing to yeah. kind of smooth things over? Yeah. That's a good question. I mean, honestly, as I've mentioned, I'm, I'm young, so I'm learning a lot and mm -hmm. I feel like I'm not perfect. Great. Like <laughs> I, but I feel like something I've learned recently and in the past couple months is like just radical communication. And mm. I feel like I have been, I, I'm like a radical communicator, but I'm also, I'm not a people pleaser in like real life, but in my work life, I yeah. weirdly am. Cause I'm like, I want everyone that reports to me and everyone that I work with laterally, laterally, like to like me. And I want them to like feel happy and engaged and like love their job and love like working together. And so I feel like I've not been like a pushover, but just been like, sure. Like whatever you can do, yeah. you know? And in the past couple months, I'm like, that doesn't actually work that well yeah. because then you end up doing more than you should. And then you end up like keeping it inside and getting like frustrated, you yeah. know, which I, I realized I was doing. And so I think something that I've learned and like now really value and like in any interview going forward for people like that want to come work at Bayblash or anywhere, Babe Original, I yeah. should say, <laughs> um, is like radical communication and yeah. just like being like very open with like, here's what I expect. Here's what I need from you. Like, here's what I like. Here's what I don't like. And if, and if it's not working, like tell them, like, it's not worth like anyone's time or energy to be around in an environment that they don't like. And like I said, like not every workplace is for everyone. Yeah. Um, and so just like finding people that like really value radical communication and honest, like authentic, transparent, like work life. And I think that's probably like my very, very number one that like my managers have given to me and that like I now am working on better implementing yeah. within my yeah. team because it's not fun for them to just me be like, yeah, everything's perfect. You're awesome and amazing. Thank you so much. When like, really I'm frustrated, but I don't, I, but I wasn't saying anything because I was trying to make them yeah, happy. You don't you want know? to be like the mean boss or yeah, like the yeah. mean coworker yeah. I'm like, I want to be like chill and cool yeah. and every, you know, but there's always like, I, I just am the biggest believer that like there's always a way to say it. Yeah. That's like, there's always a way to communicate it that doesn't come across mean or bitchy yeah, or whatever. Totally. Like there's 
all like in everything, and everything. In, in your relationships, in your work life. Like if you need to get something across, like there is a way to yeah. say it. That's yeah. not like, and maybe it's going to take practice for people totally. to like learn how to communicate those things. But it does just make everything run so much smoother when you just can say what your expectations are. And then yeah. if they're not met, it's like, no, you're not in trouble. And I'm not going to yell at you for it, but yeah. I am going to communicate what the expectations are here yeah. so that everybody is happy. Yeah. And, and everyone can be successful. Like you yeah. can't be successful if I don't tell you like that's not working, yeah. you know? Well, and, and everybody should have, be able to have expectations, I think for their like coworkers and for their, but like, yeah, like, for sure. Um, I don't want to say subordinates cause that sounds like so intense, but like they should have expectations for their boss. Yeah. And like, if, like you're saying some, may, maybe it doesn't fit in that workplace. Maybe their expectations aren't met. Yeah. Maybe it's a different boss, but being able to kind of be accountable to each other, like yeah. that you're going to perform at the best yeah. you can. You're going to yeah. listen to people. You're going to try and meet their expectations for sure while not sacrificing your own. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I feel like obviously to your manager being, or if you have a, someone reporting to you being yeah. like very clear, like this is what I expect, this is what I mean. And then they also give that to you. Like, Hey Paige, this actually doesn't work. Like this is too much. Like yeah. I'm having a hard time here. Please help me here. Like I would be like, heck yeah. Like, yeah. Let, let me help you. Let me know. Like if everyone's just like, everything's perfect and great, but they're like overwhelmed yeah. or like they had a bad day or like, and I think that's the other thing too. Like there is so much going on in the world and in life and for like work to be like a pain point is like, no, people yeah. have like personal lives yeah. and like stuff's going on. And like, so to go to work and have to feel like you have to like mask, like your feelings or like what you have going on, like take a day off. Like it's not a big deal. Yeah. You know, it's like something my marketing manager said was like, it's not that deep. And that's my like new favorite slogan. Like nothing is that deep, you know, yeah. like if you need to take the day off, if something's not working, like if, it's it, not deep. Yeah, it's, okay. it's not, it's not going to ruin your life. It's yeah. not going to ruin the company. It's not going to ruin yeah. your relationships. Yeah. Like, no, I love that because I do feel like that's what's, that's kind of the main thing with work. Now people who do work a nine to five or yeah. work in a corporate job or things, they're like, my boss doesn't care how yeah. I feel and they don't care if I'm sick and they yeah. don't care if I'm having a bad day. And I feel like I have to, you know, push through all of this stuff yeah. and work is the worst part of my life. Yeah. You know, and that sucks. That's yeah. like, I spend more time talking to the people at my work than my family. I'm so close yeah. to my family. I love my family, but I talk to my yeah. work people way more. So like, and, and that's the sad thing. I like saw this TikTok the other day and it was like 10 life lessons and it was going through. And then it was like the people like you report to don't care about you. Like your work does not care. And I was like, that's so sad. And I was like, that's not true. Actually, yeah, like yeah. I care so much about the people that like report to me and that I work with directly. And I think the people that I report to care about me. I'm yeah. not sure. And I hope <laughs> you that feel they, cared for. Yeah, so. I feel cared for. So, um, yeah. and I think that's huge. And so like, like I said, like no workplaces for everyone, but like, I want to be in a workplace where I care about the people that report to me yeah. and the people that I report to care about me. And so if you don't care, then that's fine. But like, this I, isn't going to be the place. That, that's yeah. not going to be the place. Like I'm going to care. So like, if you're going to like not perform at work, I'm going to be like, Hey, like, is something going on? Yeah. Like, are you okay? Like take the day off. Yeah. It, it did used to be very cool to like, to not, not care. care about anything yeah. and like to just put no effort in and yeah. to think that everybody was stupid and you know, all these things. And now, like, I always think about, uh, <laughs> have you seen 22 jump street? Oh no, I'm no. so not cultured. No, I'm no, trying. That's 22 jump street is not culture. Don't worry. <laughs> <Okay>. You're not. <laughs> Anytime anyone sees like a shares a movie or like a TV show, I like haven't seen them, but I'm working on yeah. culturing. No, yourself. no, it's it's totally fine. But basically they go back to high school and they're like, dude, you gotta not care. Like the cool thing is you don't care. And then they get to high school and like 
all these kids like care about the environment and their grades. And they're like, dude, people care now. <laughs> what are we supposed to do? Like now people care yeah. about stuff. And, but I do feel like it's, that's, that's how our generation kind of is. Yeah. We're like, we're going to care about people's mental yeah. health and we're going to give people days off when they're going through something. And I don't know, it seems like a much healthier headspace to be in than like, yeah. Hey, just get over it. If you have a bad day, then come into work and hate your life anyway. Yeah. Because well, and like when you're not in a good headspace, like a few weeks ago, I just had some personal stuff going on and like I was working and I was like, this isn't productive for anybody. Yeah. You know, like I can't even do what I need to do because I'm not there, you know? So like take it off because yeah. it's not, it, it's not good for you and it's not good for the team anyways. You totally. Know? And that's what, that's like the mentality that I feel like bosses should have is that it's like, you can keep people there and have them be unhappy and things will not be done right yeah. or be done in a productive way. But maybe if you like, you know, guilt-free give people one day off, yeah. <laughs> you know, maybe they're going to come back and surprise you. Like yeah. all these studies that say like, you know, if you give kids less homework, they actually do better at school. Like totally. all these things, it's like we're the, the solution is not like grind harder, grind more, yeah. work more, uh, put your mental health aside. It's like, that's the opposite of productive, like yeah. taking care of yourself so that you can be a productive member of your team yeah. is way better than just forcing people to do it. Yeah. I probably just repeated myself a million no, no. times, but you, you get what I'm saying. Yeah. hundred yeah. percent. So what do you feel like throughout your career and you know, all the different jobs that you've done, what's something that you would tell someone, or what would you tell like your 18 year old self, like going into your career? What would you tell like the younger girls that are listening who want to start careers? Like what's something that you feel like you either do really well or that you feel like has been your biggest asset in it? I feel like put your ego aside. Mm, <laughs> I feel like yeah. that's, I, I feel like I maybe tried to do that, but I wish I would have done it better. But people are so concerned about like what their friend thinks or what the boy they think's going to think about their job or what their parents are going to think. But it's like, put your ego aside. It doesn't matter. Like reach out to whoever you're looking up to or yeah. like find them on LinkedIn or like in the workplace, like message your boss and tell them your idea or like, like, I, I guess pride maybe like don't be prideful because there's yeah. so much you can learn from other people. And like, I like love when people like reach out to me and they're like, Oh, how can like, how'd you get there? Or like, what'd you do here? And I'm like, Oh my gosh, I'll tell you all my secrets. Yeah. So, you I know, feel, I feel the same way. I feel the same way. Yeah. yeah. And I'm just like, why not? Like uh, there's so much you can learn from other people. You yeah. Know? And the, and I know this is like, people say this all the time, but the worst thing they could say is no. Yeah. You know, you present your idea to yeah. somebody or you ask somebody to come on your podcast or something yeah. like that. They might say no. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> you go into the next one. Yeah. yeah. Like it doesn't all. Yeah. I, I really what would you say yours is my, my thing that I think has been my asset. Let's see. Or what I would tell, what I would tell, I would tell my younger self or the younger girls listening, kind of trying to find a career. Um, and I've, I've said this before, but I kind of got down to like the very little, like foundation of what I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. Like I, I kept having all these ideas for jobs. Like I was like, maybe I'll be like a professional baker, party planner, travel agent, <laughs> like that. all of these like different things. And then I was like, I just need to like get down to like what I want to do. Yeah. Like what my very bottom goal is. Yeah. And that was that I like to talk yeah. and I like to laugh. Yeah. And I, I was like, that. so then I just chased jobs that had that. And yeah. sometimes it was working in a restaurant and sometimes it was, you know, and then I landed here and I'm like, but I felt happy along the way because I was like, what am I, what do I want to do? Okay. I want to be around people. I want to be, you know, have all those things. So kind of finding that and 
that it's okay. Being intellectually honest with yourself. Yes, yes. Like, honest with yourself. And um, it's okay if your your path doesn't look like people around you. Totally. It's okay if your career path is different. It's okay if your passion is different. Yeah. It's okay if you aren't super passionate about what all your friends are. You know, maybe, yeah. you, maybe you're friends with three girls who really want to go to law school. And it's like, it's fine. If your, Don't your dream job is like, you want to run a cotton candy factory. <laughs> yeah. You know, like it's, yeah. it's okay, but it's exactly what you're saying. And it's like putting the ego aside and yeah. being like, what do I want? Yeah. What's going to make me happy? And how do I get there? And how yeah. do I learn the most I can yeah. on the way? Yeah. But yeah, and being, being okay with being wrong is totally. I think the biggest asset in my entire life. Yeah. I love that. And yeah. I feel like analysis paralysis, like, gets people too because they're like well what should I do this person's doing this or this person's going here or like what if I don't do this or but it's like just do something yeah like and if it doesn't work like the worst that happens is it doesn't work yeah. or someone the, says the, no yeah no it's true and the hardest part is starting That's yeah like the, like the hardest sure. thing you know I I see it all the time people will say oh I have a, all the podcast gear and I have my title and what I want to do and I'm like that's the starting is the hardest <laughs> yeah, part yeah. sitting down and confronting the microphone and then uploading it for the world. <laughs> yeah. But it's just the, those very easy. Well, they're not, they're not easy. They're, yeah. they're simple, but they're, you know, it's hard to get there, but yeah, starting is always the hardest and yeah. all of it has to do with just being okay. If you're wrong, yeah, being totally. okay. If you, and if you fail and yeah, that, which is obviously easier said than done, definitely, but, but definitely. I think that's the biggest thing. And then I would say like the second thing is probably just working hard. I feel like that's so undervalued because people are just like, Oh, like I see this person, they don't do anything. Or like, it's the comparing yeah, still yeah, too. Yeah. And they're like, Oh, how they get there. Like, you know, and they're just and it's like, like, well, what did you do? Today? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I, and I feel like that people say that all the time. They're like, Where'd you? I'm like, I literally just like, I do work a lot of hours yeah. and I spend a lot of time. <laughs> and you're and like, like, and I applied for jobs yeah, and I and worked it, hard. Yeah, yeah. And it wasn't always like, like I said, like, it's not always rudder butterflies, rainbows, and unicorns. Like it's hard work, you know? And so just being like, okay, such setting your mind to something and then like really giving it your all, yeah. you know, that, that is the bummer of even when you love your job, like yeah. I think both of us love yeah. our jobs. It's still a job. It's, so it's there's a still, job. There's still nitty gritty and yeah. there's still late nights and early mornings and annoying things. Yeah. And Frustrating pa- people. Paperwork yeah. And yeah. there's all of that, but, um, it's kind of part of life, yeah. you know, it's yeah. like not everybody is going to inherit $50 yeah. million an hour after work. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm I like, wish. that's be nice. Yeah. yeah. And I yeah. think that's where social media sometimes gets hard. Cause like people post like they're good things. And then people are like, Oh, well they just have this or they just did that. But I'm like, I promise behind the scenes, like they're working really hard. Yeah. They're doing something. And I feel like people on social media are starting to come out more and being like, Hey, like this didn't just happen. Like, you know, yeah. I had to like work hard and like you said, early mornings or late nights or whatever. Totally. Totally. Yeah. The, the being wrong thing is probably my number one lesson from all of the bad broadcast from yeah. all of like, is that I just had to be not even okay with it, but I kind of had to get excited when yeah. I was wrong about something. Really? You know, I kind of had to be like, Oh, like this is new, like exactly what you're talking about earlier, getting excited about learning. Yeah. But then just being, because when, when it doesn't bother you, if you're wrong, yeah, life it goes so much smoother. Totally. Like relationships are easier. Like yeah. I've noticed it in, in my marriage, like I'm fine being wrong. Totally. I, I, I don't think that being stubborn or being uh, like hard headed or anything, I don't think that's like a cool quality. Yeah. I don't think it's fun to like just only think I'm right and yeah. everyone else is wrong. I don't, that makes me feel gross inside. Yeah. So being okay, being wrong, you know, like when Matt would be like, Hey, like I think this, this happened or whatever. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, you're so right. I was totally wrong. <laughs> yeah. Like that, that That's is a, a better feeling to me For than sure. like, 
well, no, because what if I did, you know, it's like, that just creates a, like my therapist always calls it like the yucky feeling. It's like, I feel like I'm five, but like the yucky feeling, you know, so something that I've learned is like, I'm like, oh my gosh, like what is elf doing? Or like, what is drunk elephant doing? And like, you know, and then I start to talk to like those huge brands and I like ask them something. I'm like, what do you do here? And they're like, oh, I have no idea. I'm like, yeah, you don't. Like, so it's like different than, but also just like, everyone's just like figuring it out. Like yeah. not everybody knows. And that's the thing people are like, oh, they're so put together. I'm like, they're like, not really, yeah. you know, like they're just like totally. braving the way the best they can. Totally. You know? I feel like we're all just fooling each other like yeah. all the time. Like even when you, when you got here and you're like, oh, it's like famous. And I'm like, yeah. no, I know you are famous. I, I told I like 10 people way. I was coming and they're like, no way. <laughs> like, what are you going to say? I'm like, I don't know. Should I practice? <laughs> Oh, but, like, yeah. but that's like the part where I feel like I'm fooling people because I'm like, I'm, I'm very like normal, if not lame, but yeah, it is funny that we, we have, we think that about each other. Okay. So, um, I want you to tell everybody okay. your top three. I know we love all babe original products, okay. but your top three. Oh, you were good with the babe original. Yeah. See, I still say babe last sometimes. Oh, nice. you should hire me. I know I should. <laughs> what do you want to do? I'll hire you, you for anything. I'll fulfill all. My first job was at a craft warehouse. So oh, I'm, I'm very that. good at packing boxes. Okay. So, um, no, but what are your three favorites that okay. you, that you've used? And then I'll tell you my mind. So oh, people nice. can go order our favorites. Okay. Okay. I love that. Yeah. Um, last year, um, I mean, come on. It's There's, so good. It's so good. Um, brow filler, a hundred percent. Like, you know, we always talk about ingredients and like peptides and stuff, yeah. but then it makes like, I just literally used to have no brows and just using the brow filler. And you've got great brows. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much. It's babe. It's babe. Bro. Uh, it's babe. It's babe brow. Yeah. Um, so that's number two. And then I think number three would have to be the mauve lip plumper. I wear mm. it every day. It is gorgeous. It is. It fits on everybody. Like I have never seen anyone look bad in the lip plumper and it's just universal. Also, if, um, our brow filler, we are coming out with a lot of new shades, um, in the really? summer. So yeah, if like, we only have taupe and dark Brown, but we'll have four more shades this summer. Oh, that's so, so that's great. Like, we love it. We love a shade expansion. We love a shade expansion. Yeah. So. That's amazing. So those are my top three. What okay. Are my, my top three babe products. I love the brow serum. Yeah. I love that. Good. I love that. Cause well, I was, maybe you, you actually messaged me cause I was putting castor oil on my brows. Oh, nice. I do that every night. And then I was putting the brow serum on and then somebody messaged me and they were like, yo, it's got castor oil in it, bro. Yeah. And I was like, oh my gosh. So I <laughs> ditched my castor oil. Yeah. And I, I like love like the bushy brow, like look going yeah. on right now. So I'm trying to grow, like, I'm like, they I want to, I want to grow them out. I want like big, crazy, bushy yeah. brows. So I've just been going hard on my brow serum. And I love it, it. it. Like I, I hate to be like like harp on this but it really does work you know it I does love it. I know see that's the thing I people know. are like that stuff doesn't work I'm no, like no I swear like serum. I'm not just saying it because I work there <laughs> no it does everybody who I know like that uses it they're like it just it just works like whether you want to believe it or, or not, not it does. yeah so I love the brow serum has Matt ever tried it on his um beard oh he hasn't I just hear people putting it on their, um, like on like others beard spots. And some people say it's work. So oh, I was just like curious. where, like where they don't grow. Yeah, yeah. No, Matt, Matt does not have a, a, a lack of hair, hair problem. Totally. Yeah. He's got every, I know he has great hair. <laughs> he I does. wanted to take, but Dave he Brown did to take credit for he, it. They did after, after you guys saw the video of Matt reacting to the box, uh, Somebody sent him like the the gel patches. Oh, those and are so good. He was loving them. Oh, so nice. he was getting ready for bed. And I'd I'd go in there and he'd have his babe lash uh, brow or no, under, his, eye, gel under eye gel patches. That's yeah. amazing. And I was well, like, does he need more? 
send them. I know he probably does. Okay. He would love it. Every time people like sometimes people send like Matt like postcards to my PO box <laughs> and they I love it. I love that they love Matt. Um, okay, so the the uh, brow serum. I'm gonna go with the brow filler too. Okay, because I do love. It. I'm yeah. just a brow girl. Yeah, it's, we it's, love brows. Yeah, and then. I mean, I love it's like, the, what would you do without brows? Have you ever seen that? Like no. Twitter? It's like celebrities without eyebrows. Oh, well, yeah, that's, that's the, it, nobody looks uglier than somebody without <laughs> eyebrows. <laughs> I had no brows when I was growing up. Cause I was like, so fair. I'll show you a picture after. It's, and did you, did good. you over tweeze? No, I just am really blonde. Like, oh this yeah. Is my natural hair color. Yeah. And so they were just white. <laughs> I, I over tweezed and I, I got really worried about a unibrow in like high school. Mm, so my yeah. eyebrows started like halfway down my eye. Um, but <laughs> we, we've too, had actually. some, we've, we've had some eyebrow rehab. So yeah, it's, we love that. <laughs> so it's fine. And then, uh, I like, I'm, I can't decide between the lash separator. Oh, cause I do, I do really actually love the mascara. Yeah. yeah. Which one enriching or volumizing? Uh, I don't know. It's the one with this. Oh, the cone shaped. Nice. Yeah. Volumizing. Is that volumizing? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, you're like I'm showing like, me one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The one. Cause it's like a little triangle yeah, type yeah. thing. I do love that, but I do. I just love that lash separator. It's you feel like you're like a professional makeup artist. I know you really do. It. You're like oh, when you're doing, what it, are yeah. your um, top beauty products? Not babe original. Oh, great question. Great question. I, I feel like I'm a, I'm a product whore. <laughs> I love that. Me too. Like I just placed like the most ungodly Sephora order. I like, know it's I, so sickening. I, I call know. it work for me now. Cause I'm oh, like, Oh, yeah. it's for work. Well, I, I always, I always it. write it off. I'm like, it's a morale booster. <laughs> <laughs> that's my, perfect. That's my job. Yeah, no, I, and, and my favorite products change all the time, but my, my go-tos, I'm, I'm not going to include any babe products yeah, yeah. on this just because obviously we just, stopped. <laughs> but I would say the, the way hair and body scrub. Nice. I love I've never tried that. Everything from way I am obsessed with. And it with. can go in your hair and body. Yeah. They, wow. I don't ever really, I mean, people can do it as like a scalp detox. I never oh, really nice. use it. Um, okay. Always use it on my body and I'm obsessed with it. I love, I Does like, it smell good? Smells oh, are a big thing for The me. smells, you, it smells, smells so, the only way I know how to describe it is like you smell clean and rich. Love that. Like I just I feel clean rich. And rich. I just smell, yeah. I just smell like a rich girl Perfect. when I wear it. <laughs> um, lately, this is actually a new, a new product that I love. I love the day hair oil. Oh, Amber okay. Filler Ups brand. Do you, you know? Yeah, day? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've heard of that. Yeah. Her, her scents again. I Good. love everything. And you just put it on like the ends of your I hair. I just do it on the ends. And then sometimes at night, like if I'm like tonight, I'll do this because I need to wash my hair. I like load it in and then sleep in it. I love that. And then wash it in the morning. I need you to save some room for um, some hair stuff from babe maybe. Oh, you don't say. <laughs> I'm, I've been in a major, I'm like anything that can help my hair. I'm like, give me all of it. I'll send it to you. And then okay. my, uh, my go-to, my like ride or die is I love Aquaphor. Oh yes. I, Aquaf- I mean, maybe that's not even a beauty product, but no, it I is. take off my mascara with you it. You do? Yeah. I, I didn't know you could do that. Yeah, I do that. I put it on my elbows, my feet, my lips. Honestly, under Aquifer my eyes. is like the OG everything. It is. Okay. Tell me yours. Tell me your, your top three recommendations. Besides Babe Besides Original. Babe. Yep. Of course. Um, like if I were to think of like my holy grails, yeah. I could probably have a list of like 50. Like I've thought about this. Like I need to kind of compile all of mine because yeah. I love, like I would rather spend money on beauty products than clothes yeah. then you know like that's then literally anything that's where I would rather spend my money yeah, yeah. I feel like this is hard because I've also been testing basically every type of beauty product <laughs> ever for the past three years and I like just keep using those so I don't always use the other stuff yeah um but I would say blush weirdly enough I love mac blush the um what's it called um the orgasm oh shade. oh that's NARS oh that's NARS yeah. you're right yeah, I don't yeah, know yeah, why yeah. I said mac no no, no 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 yeah yeah they, NARS. they do look the same but yeah, yeah. 
And that's like so basic, but I no, just, it's, blush is amazing. And I think blush is having a moment too. Blush is having a moment. Yeah. But the NARS blushes, all of those, they're, they all have like super sexual names. Yeah, so they really do. Sometimes like, I'm like, orgasm. I'm like with my mom. <laughs> I'm like, can you get orgasm? <laughs> it's so much weirder to whisper it. <laughs> I know it really is. I probably shouldn't do that. I just was so awkward. I'm like, no, I know I there's, one. there's another, they're like, seriously, all of them have like, really, I'm trying to think of what do you, can you remember what the other I ones don't, are? I don't know. Oh, well, yeah, I have another one. It starts with a D that is also, I'm going to look it up yeah. while, while you're thinking of your next one. Yeah. Or do you have your next one? Um, I think my next one would just be the ordinary hyaluronic acid. Oh, it's so, so good. It's so basic, but it's so good. And it's what? Like $8. It's $8. Mm-hmm. And like, um, Oh, one's called sex appeal. Yeah. Oh, one's called deep throat. Yes. That's the one I have. <laughs> that one's like, they're, they're like not being subtle. I, I know all. they're not. I'm like, wow, that's, I don't think we'll ever go there, but I'm like, I like the color deep throat. Yeah. Um, so yeah, then the ordinary hyaluronic acid, um, that is just, so good. And I, so good. I learned in aesthetic school. Do you put a, do you <gasps> no. put a little bit of water with it? No. Should okay. I do that? Yeah. So take your hyaluronic acid serum. Cause hyaluronic acid is like, it holds onto water, uh-huh. but we're here in Utah. There's not a lot of water in our air. So if you're somewhere humid, it can, it can hold onto that moisture but I will just wow. like either, either I used to have like a little spray bottle and I'd get my face actually wet Oh wow! and then put my hyaluronic acid on because oh then it holds gosh. onto it. But you can just do a couple drops in, in your hyaluronic, hyaluronic acid. acid. Yeah. Wait, what other esthetician tricks do you have? Oh my gosh. I should, I should think of these. That's like my, my number one. I, I like shouldn't beauty hacks. Yeah. I shouldn't even give, cause I literally went to aesthetic school worked at the front desk of a spa for six months and then never practiced again. So I love that. So I definitely am not the most qualified esthetician. I had somebody message me the other day and they were like, can you give me some skincare recommendations? I'm like, girl, I, I will, but I'm not the most qualified. So no, I'll think of some other, some other little things. I mean, definitely like, I mean, retinol is like a huge thing. Yeah. Like that's like the Holy grail of everything. Yeah. But yeah. Hyaluronic acid. Um, I've seen people doing the slugging now. Have you heard of this? Yes. slugging? Yeah. I think that's really good for somewhere dry like here. Yeah. Cause it's just all about keeping that like hydration in your skin. Um, We're coming out gonna... with some stuff for lip slugging. Oh, really? That's coming in June. So lip slugging. I was all the, yeah, like, these are all the secrets. I'm like anyone who listens to this, they're yeah. going to start messaging us and be like, wait, what is <laughs> wait, when is that coming out again? Oh my gosh. I'm so I'm, I'm a, I'm a hoe for any lip. Oh, moisturizing. Okay, we'll send it yes. to you. I want you to test yes. it. I'll test anything. Oh my gosh. Are you kidding? Okay. Tell me your last one. Oh, oh yeah. last one is the led face mask. I know that is like, it the Dennis gross. Yes. Okay. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And like, I, and people are like, that's so expensive. Is it even worth it? And then I caved because no. I wanted to try it, but I, I just feel like my skin is so much. I don't even know how it does it. Like, yeah. I don't know what it does, but I feel like if I don't do it, like my five days a week, I'm like, I look horrible. <laughs> I'm so ugly. <laughs> no, it's a, it's a, it's a splurge, but yeah, everybody splurge. who I know who has it is yeah. like, this is, but then it lasts really for it. a long yeah. time. So it's like yeah. worth the investment. How much is it? Uh, I don't know couple hundred. Yeah. 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 But it's like people are buying the Dyson now. Yeah. I want to try the Dyson, but I'm like, is that one really worth it? Is that a fad? If you get it, you can get it secondhand or like refurbished. Oh, like whenever I, whenever I go for like a big purchase, I always look at like Facebook marketplace or something. I love Facebook Cause, marketplace. Cause I'm like, like I just got the AirPod maxes Oh, nice. and I bought them secondhand. So they're like $250 cheaper. Oh, so I'm, and I'm like, I just want to try them out. Yeah. So I see Dyson air wraps on there. You all do. The t- oh my you gosh, have the perfect hair there. texture for it. Oh, thank you. Yeah. And like, it's long and like my, my hair, I would look, I feel like absurd. I feel like so. you'd look good. I just feel like people that do it, their hair does look like so luxurious, but yeah. I'm like, are they just like, 
have good hair no, naturally. I, feel like it, I, I mean, I hate to say it, but I do feel like it would really work for really? you. Really? Okay. You're it's sold. a work. It's Are a you work. working for Dyson? It's a work. I'm like, and also Dyson's rebranded. <laughs> and surprise. <laughs> no. Um, well, thank you so much for coming yes, thank on. You. This was so much fun. This and was I, fun. I have loved working with Babe Lash. They've been like one of my, I mean, yeah, like I said, they were my very first PR box and I loved working I feel with so them. Special. And, no, it's, it's like, I feel like we have this bond. So I'm glad we did this and kind of, I feel like we've been, we've been like, in a relationship where we only text and like now we got to go on our first date. Yeah. You know what oh, I mean? This, yeah. Now we have some <laughs> like more dates me, to go on. Yes, exactly. So tell everybody where to find Babe Original. Yes. All, babe, everything. Yeah. Yeah. Babe Original. Um, Right now the URL is babelash.com, but that <laughs> will be changing in a month from this episode yeah. to babeoriginal.com. Um, our new handles are Babe Original. Um, on TikTok, we cannot obtain Babe Original. So we have Babe Dot Original. This girl is currently selling pops and pans on her Babe Original account. And she's selling what? Pots and pans. Um, she cooks chicken on them. Um, anyways, <laughs> people are gonna like start running into that and being like, wait, what? But she I think she's You're like, like we're also rebranding to <laughs> saucepans. <laughs> and surprise, everyone. <laughs> um, so yeah, and that's where you can find us. And new products will be launching that whole month of June. Um, personal is Paige Johnson with two A's in Paige. Yeah. Um, if you ever want free product, just message me. Um, I hope people <laughs> you, message me. You shouldn't offer that because no, they, they're going really to go hard. Yeah. I, I always tell my friends because they're like, oh, I just bought it. I'm like, why? Like yeah. we're friends. Just like, yeah. tell me. Well, and do you have, is there any type of code that people could use or should we set up a code to share for like oh, listeners? Sure. I well, mean, you have a code. Oh yeah. I think I do. I'll look it up and I'll okay. post it either in the show notes okay. or um, on my Instagram and I'll make sure that everybody has the code so they can okay. get all the new products. I cannot wait I know. for the new ones. I know. I'm so excited. Anyone listening, if you are invested in Babe Lash, Babe Original, message me products to come out with. Yeah. And like what people like, or you can message Babe Original too. Yeah. Well, um, thank you so much again for <laughs> being you here. For you are me. total natural. And uh, let's do it again soon. Okay. Okay. And I will, uh, everybody go. Yep. Remember to subscribe, rate, review, head over to Babe original well babe lash right now on instagram right yeah babe original on instagram babe original on instagram okay um yeah check them out and i will see you guys next week bye <laughs> thanks so much for listening remember you can catch a new episode of the bad broadcast every monday don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss anything also i want to hear from you so please leave a rating and review you can also follow me on instagram at the bad broadcast for all the behind the scenes action and more information talk to you next week